Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Uncommon Real Estate Podcast. I am here, host Chris Craddock. Uh, Jeff Safright is missing in action today. Actually, he's not missing in action. He's doing what he needs to be doing to put food on the table for his family. He's out at appointments, which is awesome. Um, so he's out making money and closing deals, um, being a hitman going in, closing them up, getting it done. Love it. So with that said, I am going to be uh, carrying the weight of this information today. So for those, the few, the proud, those of you guys that are with me on Zoom and on Facebook Live, um, and I'm pulling up my phone right now for the Facebook Live piece, um, I would love if there's anything here that you would like to discuss or go deeper in that we uh, that we talked about it as a group. So please, please, please feel free to post any questions or any feedback because um, as much as I, it's great out here, I get insecure by myself, right? I'm an extrovert, man. Being my, by myself, it's it's scary. It's it's crazy. So I would love to interact with some people. So give me some uh, give me some love here and uh, let's talk about it. So the topic today, and it's actually so awesome. Our our team is reading a book called Flip the Script, which is the second edition of. It's the second edition of um, Oren Klapp's book that is was called Pitch Anything. So, well, it's not the second edition. It's He did Pitch Anything. This is uh, Flip the Script. So with that, I wanted to talk. It is honestly, I've, I read all the time and I've read almost every sales book out there. And I'll tell you, there, it's rare that I read a book where I'm just like, wow, this is fresh. It's good. It's packaged in a way that I haven't seen in a long time. It opens my eyes. It helps me. The best thing is when you see some of the best stuff that you do, when somebody outlines why it, why it's working in a way that you never saw before, you're able to lean into some of the best, uh, best parts of yourself and best parts of your sales techniques and, and all the pieces there. So with that said, I was going to go through some of the things that I've learned that have served me well, um, especially through this book, Flip the Script. And I, I mean, I've used it recently, some of the things that, that have served me well. But the best part about it is this morning, um, my, my friend Jonathan Smith was teaching our team, my real estate team, and he was using one of the tools on this. So I was like, great, you just added to our message today, especially since uh, Jeff is um, bailing on us today and having it just be me. So now I got a, I was able to R&D, um, rip off and deploy, um, you know, originalities for getting who you stole it from, some of the stuff from John Smith. So boom, let's get into it. So flip the script. Here's what I'll say. This is what we're going to spend most of our time talking about it. He calls, he calls this piece your flash roll. Right. And it goes along with, I know you guys have heard me say this because it's one of my favorite quotes. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle said that mediocrity knows nothing greater than itself, but talent instantly recognizes genius. 
Okay, so mediocrity knows nothing greater than itself. So when you're around mediocre people, people that are not like driven to be the best they can be, you wreck you. You're just like, yeah, this is this is where it's at. But when you, if you've got, if you have talent, if you have that genius piece, which I believe that almost everybody does, it's just whether you tap into it. Then when you talk to somebody who sparks that talent, that sparks that genius, that sparks that fire inside you. You know, I was a Christian guy, and I, I, there's this uh, when when I was a uh, when I was working in ministry. There's a story, and sorry, if, if, like I'm not I'm not preaching here, but but this was one of those uh, one of those uh, messages from the Bible, one of the stories from the Bible that really stuck stuck out to me. It was after Jesus rose from the dead, and he was walking back, and um, some folks didn't recognize him because you know he rose from the dead, right? And it turned out when they they realized it was Jesus, one of the things they said was, "Wow, when we were speaking to him, did our heart not burn within us?" And that's that whole idea of when you're talking to people, uh, are you stirring that fire? Are you stirring that peace where you, they say, wow, there's something there. So what er- Orrin Claff calls this is the, the flash roll, right? And so that's what we're going to talk about today, the flash roll. And part of that, you think about building rapport, what you're doing at the very, very beginning of um what you're doing at the very beginning of your conversation with people is you need to build rapport with that flash roll, right? So the flash roll is the first 250 words that make people realize they're talking to an expert. And so what we're going to work on today is I'm, I'm stealing, I was going to talk about the flash roll, but I'm going to steal John's, uh, John's teaching this morning where we're going to work on building our own flash roll today. So what is a flash roll? It's it's that idea that you can you can show that you're you've got this genius, you've got something that stands apart. Uh, other people will call it your unique value proposition. Um, you know, you've got that piece that stands out from the rest of the crowd. So, what is it? How do we build that? That is the real key here. So, for me, I go in to an appointment, and uh, when you're talking to somebody. When, like, let's say you've gone into the appointment, you need to know how to win when you're walking in, right? So I'm going to talk about the flash roll when you're at the appointment right now. But before the appointment, if you have not asked the right questions to know, like if, if you ask the right questions, everybody will tell you how to sell them, right? They'll tell you what's important to them. They'll tell you what what you need to do to win with them, all of those, those pieces. What are you looking for in a real estate agent, right? Somebody will say, somebody that's going to be very communicative. All right. That means talk to them a lot. That's what they care about. Somebody that is going to be aggressive. Okay. Let me show you the aggressive side of what, like all of these things, if you ask the right questions, they're going to tell you how to sell them. So when you step in, they have told you and you're able to share your flash roll. So for me, one of the things that I share when, when I'm talking with people, I talk about the number of deals that we do. You know, we're going to do, you know, year in, year out, on and off market between five and 600 transactions a year. When the average agent does four to six transactions, we're doing as many, we're doing more deals than the average agent does uh, every month than the average agent does every year. And so when you look at the highest, uh, you look at people selling or buying the most expensive asset they have, do you want somebody that is 
doing a deal every so often, or do you want somebody that is doing a deal like every day? So they have practice. Do you want them practicing with your net worth? Or do you want somebody that is, is in practice? That's really good because most people practice on the people that pay them. And where we, we literally train and practice every single morning. And then we're in practice because we're doing as many deals every single day as most people do in a year. Boom. That's my, that's my flash roll, right? Uh, you know, that, that is one of those things where immediately somebody says, okay, I'm talking to a high level person. I'm talking to somebody that's doing a lot of deals. Now, if you're, you're in a place where let's say you are the person that's doing four to six deals a year, right? What is your flash roll? What is your unique selling proposition? And here's what I would say that, that you need to do. And I've, I've, I've shared this before. Here's your homework assignment. And I'm telling you, please be taking notes right now. Please write this down so that you don't forget it. Or go into your calendar and write this down. Do this. Take an hour and do this. It takes longer than you think. Take 50 reasons why. And I want you to say it like this. 50 reasons why somebody would be an idiot not to work with you. 50 reasons why somebody would be an idiot not to work with you. And I'll tell you, at the beginning, your first couple are going to be easy. Okay, yeah, boom. I'm going to work harder than other people. I'm going to study harder than other people. I'm going to, you know, like whatever the, whatever your first like five, those get easy. Then 10, it gets a little slower and then slower. And then when you get in the middle, you're like, I'm not going to have any idea. And then you start getting on Google and start trying to find things that, that resonate. And it's going to push you to be better. I promise. Because if you don't have 50 reasons, one, it's going to push you to be better. It's going to make you figure out those other things. But two, it's going to work your flash roll right? It's going to work that thing where, where it just starts coming out from inside of you when you talk to people. This is what I do for my clients. This is what I'm all about. And when you have that, you know, the, the emotion, you know, this is the motion, right? So motion creates emotion. Motion creates emotion. So this is the motion. You're, you're doing your 50 things. And the emotion that, that's created from that motion is confidence. And I'll tell you, people want to work with somebody that is confident. If you have not done this, so so again, your flash roll, that first 250 words you speak that makes somebody know that they're dealing with a, a confident, amazing, competent person that's very, very, very good at what they do. That is competent. All right. Okay. I, <laughs> I need to be better at that. All right. So that's the deal there. The next piece is... Um, you're writing down those, those things so that they flow from you. And then you work through your flash roll, right? And that's scripting. That's dialogue. Okay. Now I'll tell you one of my really good friends, he does a lot of trans. They do more transactions than I do, but we got into a big, a big debate because he says, I don't like scripting. I don't like dialogue. I like communication and open and honest communication. And I, I called bogus on, him. I was just like, that is bogus. You may not like the title scripting, but the reality is if somebody says, I don't want to pay you a commission, do you know how you respond to that? Or do you just kind of guess every time? No, you need to know how you respond to it. You need to be able to talk about your value proposition. You need to be able to talk about why people should pay the commission that you're charging. You need to be able to do that. And you can either guess every time or you figure it out. If somebody says, like go through any of these different pieces, you've got to have, you start with your flash roll at the beginning to show you're the expert. But then when people have their, their piece, their, their thing that they're worried about, maybe it's commission, maybe it's price, maybe it's when they go on the market, maybe it's, is the market going to sell? You've got to be able to speak 
to that piece with a flash roll, right? Where somebody says, wow, this person really knows what they're talking about. So the very beginning, you know, should, should floor them, should say, man, I am talking to somebody who is good at what they do. But then you, you've got to be able to, to have that piece in other areas as well. With that said, the next piece, we're, we're looking at how do, you, how do you walk people through, um, how do you walk people through this flash roll, right? You, so you, you say the things to get them going. But now, again, so my wife is a screenwriter. She's, she's written some movies. She's actually like crazy things. She won a, a $50,000 award where they flew us out to Hollywood. We walked the red carpet. I met some crazy people. Actually, one of the guys who was in, uh, oh, what's the bobsled movie? Ah, Cool Runnings. I met one of the guys from Cool Runnings, like old school guy, like met, uh, met the guy that played Hercules, met all these, uh, all these really, really cool people. The guy that literally was the producer for almost all of the movies that I quote all the time, uh, Zoolander, like anyway, just all these crazy, crazy people out there. It was so fun. But one of the best parts about um, screenwriting is you realize that everything in life is about weaving the narrative and weaving the story, right? So think about a movie, right? Any blockbuster movie that you're ever gonna watch. And, and you gotta think about your appointments like this, right? So every, every movie you see, um, think, let, let's just talk James Bond for a second, right? Like James Bond is, is, it's been a staple for a long time. What do you see right at the very beginning? You see Bond doing something crazy, you know, jumping out of an airplane without a parachute, doing just something nutty with, uh, with Bond, right? And dun, 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 you know, like you're, you're in it. Well, that's your, that's the Bond flash rule, right? Because all movies, they're stories, right? So that's the flash roll. And, and again, your appointments are stories that you're weaving together, right? With, with the, the grand finale of the appointment is, what is the grand finale of the appointment? It is the signed agreement. So the whole movie, act one, act two, leads you to act three. So think about that. So the flash roll and bond is, is the, uh, you know, that, that big opening crazy scene, the thing that says, okay, I'll watch, you know, <laughs> I'll watch it. Uh, that's that whole idea there at the beginning. Well, then you get into the meat of the story, right? Like what is actually going on with the plot? Because let's be honest, that it usually has something to do with the plot at the beginning, but it's more to get the attention. It's more to show, hey, I want to watch this. That is what that beginning piece is. And then you, you jump in and you say, okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> and then, then you get into the nitty gritty of it, but they've already won you over. That's the same thing with your flash roll, right? You get into the appointment, you make somebody say, boom, I'm interested here. I want to listen. I like this guy or this girl knows what they're talking about and I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> you know, like I'll, I'll stick through it. And then you get into the nitty gritty. This is how we're going to do it. This is what we're going to do. This is why we're going to do it. All of the different things there and then uh and then it leads to the the conclusion now here's what i'm going to tell you if you get to the conclusion where you say all right mr and mrs seller mr and mrs buyer um we need to sign the agreement so that you can put us to work and we can go go doing this for you and they have a bunch of questions what i'm going to tell you is your movie is not an A movie. It's not a blockbuster movie. It's probably like a D or a C movie that went straight to VHS back in the day. And I know those are hard words. And, uh, you know, thinking about yourself as like those movies that are in the like Walmart, like $2 bin. 
Um, but the reality is that's if, if you don't follow that script to close those deals, if you don't follow that at your appointment, you have a bad movie. And I'm just saying that. And, and you're, you know, some people will be like, but Chris, no, I, I stole this from somebody else who's really good. And maybe it did, but I'll tell you, um, maybe it's not fitting well. And again, I'm, I'm telling a story of, uh, uh, you know, uh, again, using my old pastor days on, on some of this stuff. But there's that story of, of King David when he went out to fight Goliath. And at the beginning, he used uh, Saul, who was the king, this big, massive man, um, said, here, use my armor. And he put on the armor and it didn't fit him well. It didn't work. So that's, that's part of the reality is you've got to have the story that fits who you are, right? So you get your flash roll, right? Again, today is not education. It is instruction. So I want to give a couple pieces here. One, you get your flash roll. Okay, what is your flash roll? How do you how do you come up with it? Well, 50 reasons. I, I know I'm, I'm re-emphasizing it, but please don't just listen to this as like a hobby, right? Like listen to this as a way to get better. And I promise you, if you do this, you will be so much better. All right, so number one, you're listening, listing those 50 reasons why somebody would be an idiot not to work with you. And if you don't know those reasons, get on Google, like just find why do people want to work with real estate agents and start becoming that person, right? So if you're new, you know, become that person, whatever it is so that you can speak to it, read, read up on economic indicators so that you can talk about where the market is, where things are, all of those things so that you can create your flash roll where you walk into the meeting and you boom, get everything done. And, and I'll, I'll also say this, buy the book, uh, flip, or flip the script, just buy that book. I'm telling you, I get nothing from, from saying it. Like there's no, no fees that I get, but buy the book. It's one of the best sales books I've read in a long time and it's going to help you with it. So that's the beginning of your, that's act one, right? Where you're, you're getting into it. Act two, you need to be able to say like, these are, this is the area that you can steal, right? You can just steal this. You can say, okay, this is what the best real estate teams in the world do to list properties. This is what the best real estate teams in the world do to buy properties. And then you just R&D, rip off and deploy, right? Like find out what the top teams are doing and just do what they're doing, but actually do it and do a good job with it. Make sure that you're doing that. So you do a good job with it. And so that you can say, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to, if it's a buyer, I'm going to find you off market properties through finding for sale by owner, by finding stuff um, on Craigslist, by finding stuff on Facebook marketplace, by talking to investors, by talking to, um, by, by mailing out stuff in neighborhoods that you want to go to. I'm going to do these things for you, right? Go steal it from the top teams and then do it. I'll tell you what, you're, you'll probably double in a bunch of deals and you'll get a lot more business when people tell the story about how you went above and beyond for them that they didn't. So that's act two. And then act three is putting you to work. Okay, so here's what we're going to need to do. We're going to need to get started right now. And, and here's what we're doing. And actually, oh, I, I did forget this about act two. So before you meet with people, you need to know what their objections are. You don't want to ask them, hey, what are your objections? But you want to know, like people are going to have the same standard objections. I've got a friend who's in real estate, but I'm willing to meet with you. Um, I want to price it higher. Somebody else is telling me that. I want a better commission. Like, like you just got to understand what the standard objections are. And you need to know if they have any objections going forward. Uh, I need to think about it. Why wasn't the spouse there? So, um, you know, any of those other things where, where it's there. So you need to answer all of those objections in act two before they voice the objections. 
And then act three is where um, if, if you do it well, they're not going to have any objections because you knew what they were. You answered them beforehand. You, you Wayne Gretzky did, which is skate to where the puck. He said the reason he was great was because he never skated where the puck was. He always skated to where the puck was going to be, right? So you're Wayne Gretzkying it and you're answering the objections before they ask them. And then act three is, hey, now we got to now we got to go to work for you. Here we go. Um, in order to do that in the state of Virginia, in order to do that in Maryland, and wherever you are in, in California, in order to do that, I have to uh, I have to have this paperwork signed. So, um, but you know, and this is one of the things that I always put out there. I always say, but listen, you can fire me anytime. You risk reverse, right? Because if, if they sign the paperwork, then the risk is all them. They're stuck with you if you're bad. But you you take the risk reversal. You take the risk. Say, look, I'm willing to work with you. And if I don't do a good job for you, you can fire me anytime. And I put it in here in writing that you can fire me anytime. So again, that's one of those objections right at the very beginning, so that they don't have to think about it. And then if you did a good job answering all of their objections, the logical conclusion is the good guy wins. Are you the good guy or are you the bad guy, right? So, uh, so the good guy wins. The good guy gets it signed. You get them done and you go. So everything in life is story, right? I hope you guys are getting that. Everything in life is story. And if you tell a good story, it leads to the logical con conclusion that the good guy wins. Frodo throws the ring in the thing and, and then returns to his ordinary world with all of the things that he's learned along the way, right? So that's that's it. So he return, Frodo returns to the Shire. You return and, and start again. But now you have new tools, new things, because every deal you do, you learn new, new pieces. And then you go into the next into the next appointment with all the extra tools that you learned from that last appointment. And I'll tell you, that's one of the things that I, I always say to agents on my team is take every deal you can get. And frankly, if an agent is in a slump and not doing any deals, do it for free. I don't care. Like just do deals. Like the more deals you do, the better you're going to get. And you should not always win on price. If you're winning on price, you're cheating. It's just terrible. Like, right. You're, you're selling yourself short and you need to go back and look at those 50 things. So you need to go back, but the reality is all of us get into slumps at a time, right? All of us, you know, again, in story structure in act two, you know, they call it the belly of the beast. All of us are in that belly of the beast where you wake up and you're like, why shouldn't somebody work with me? I suck. I'm terrible. Like you're your own worst critic. You saying things that you're like, oh man, this is the worst thing ever. And we need to win. So we need to get out of the slump. So do whatever it takes to get out of the slump, but don't stay there. Don't stay in a place where you see your value is so low that the only way you win deals is on price. That's where you have to get up and up your game and get better, right? Don't, don't wish you were better, get better, right? Don't wish you had more, get better. You know, that's the whole thing right there. So I hope this is helpful for everybody else. We're kind of um, at the end of the podcast here. I uh, had to fly solo. I had one person. Thank you so much uh, for the one person that uh, they gave me something here. But uh, um, yeah, that's that's the deal on on this. Is if you walk in with your flash roll, where you know you're going to win, where you know that that you are the expert, you can win. You will win. And then you walk through Act One, Act Two, Act, and then the logical conclusion is Act Three. You're going to win there. So. I'm going to finish up with this. I've actually had a handful of people reach out to me about this. And I here's my promise to you. If anybody, like I, I do some coaching now, and um, but I'm not like pitching extra coaching or anything. I promise you, no strings attached whatsoever. But if you like, we are trying to grow this podcast. And so 
on the podcast, if you give us a five-star review on Uncommon Real Estate, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, iTunes, um, you know, Real Player, Podbean, any of those other things, um, give us that. And also go to my, my real estate team, the Redux group, or that's not a podcast, my real estate team, and, and give a five-star review right there. I, I'm happy to do, just reach out to me on Instagram at Cradrock, C-R-A-D-D-R-O-C-K. You can follow me on Instagram, reach out to me on Instagram and send me a, a DM and I'm happy to hop on a half hour call, look at your business. I've helped a number of people really scale their businesses. Um, I'd be happy to look at your business and give you like, like three or four steps, you know, instruction, not education, three or four steps that will help you double your business. Um, and if, you, if you're doing any less than uh, five to 600, if you're doing more than five, to 600, you know, I can talk to you about sales, whatever. But, uh, but as far as getting, growing a business like, like we've done, um, I'd be happy to do that. Happy to jump on a call and, uh, and grow, whether you are doing like one or two deals, 25, 50, 100 deals, any of those, those 200 deals, 250, you know, I'd be happy to jump on, do a half hour call with you. But that, that would be my ask is that you give us a five-star review, both for my Redux team and for this. And that is it. Guys, I'm so thankful to be here with you guys. Um, I'm thankful for all the people that I've been able to help because people have been so generous in helping me. And uh, if I can do anything to serve you guys, please let me know. And please also drop me a note on Instagram as well. If there's any topics you'd really like me to cover and talk about, um, if it's not admin, I'll bring on somebody to talk admin if it's admin or for sale by owner expires. That's not, that's not my jam. So if, if it's not that, I can talk about just about anything else. Um, and I'd love to do it. So just let me know if there's anything that you'd love me to cover or bring on. I'm, I'm good friends with a lot of people that are experts in lots of different areas. So I'd be happy to bring on somebody to, to cover those as well. So let me know. Until then, next time, I will see you. Awesome being with you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com.